Do you have questions about the unknown that have never been answered? Tired of going to psychics and wishing you could develop your own intuition? Then Messages from the Other Side podcast is the answer. Weekly episodes feature psychic medium Simone Salmon, combining her gifts of storytelling and mediumship to narrate real communications with ghosts or angels and interviews with spiritual truth seekers to get the answers you need. So subscribe on Apple Podcast and Anchor FM or go to www.simonesalmon.com. I'm psychic medium Simone and you're listening to Messages from the Other Side. Today, I would like to welcome to our show, Carrie Alderuccio. Carrie's from Australia, and she is the author of A Mother's Journey. She's also a psychic medium, and I met Carrie at the Arthur Finley College in Stansted, England. Hey, Carrie, how are you? Thanks so much for stopping by for this week's episode. I appreciate you taking, you know, this opportunity to have me interview with you. It's it's a blessing, and I really, really wanted to thank you, first and foremost. Oh, thank you, Simone, and thank you so much for asking me. I feel absolutely honored, so thank uh, you. Uh, oh, oh, listen, I, I loved you. I loved when I met you in Stansted at AFC. We had such a great connection. And you have such a beautiful soul. I was just like, oh, my goodness. And then when you told me you were an author, I told everyone at the table to buy your book. Yeah, I hadn't read it, but I was just like, you're an author. And I know as an author myself, I just I want people to buy my book. So I was just like, get her book. Make sure you get your get her book. And then when I finally read the book this week, because I didn't want to read it until I interviewed you, I tried to, to do it several times. But every time it, something just said, no, not yet, not yet. So I said, okay, I'm going to wait until the right time. I picked it up. I think I started reading it at 12, and I, I went all the way through, like, finished at 4 or 5 p.m. Wow. I did not stop reading it. It was, it was just really a fantastic read, a wonderful, beautiful story about the tragic loss of your wonderful son, your handsome, gorgeous son. Mm-hmm. And it touched me in many ways. I, I cried. I smiled. I turned every page just wanting to know more and more and more. So I thank you for sharing that part of your life with us. So my first question to you is, how long after that tragedy occurred did you decide to write the story, to write the biography? Okay, um, Sam tragically passed in a car accident in May 2012, and I started writing the book um, 2000, February 2017, wow. and okay. yeah, it was released uh, last um, Dece- December the 1st, 2018, yeah. Wonderful. And yeah. what gave you the courage? I, I, I just, I, it must have been hard for you to write this book. Or well, it, it was in many ways, but it, it was a book that I wished existed when Sam passed, and I was desperate to find something to read then that would give me hope that everything would be all right and that I could move forward uh, with my life and indeed with with our lives. And 
the easiest way for me was to actually put my own words down and um, and that's what I did and and I wrote the book uh, in six months and that and at that time I was working almost full time as well and I just would just write. <laughs> that's exactly how I wrote my first book also. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> I was crazy. working and I, I did it whenever I had a chance, you know. Yes. Yeah. Oh my goodness, that's wonderful. And let me ask you, um, as far as you putting pen to paper, what was the most difficult part of writing the book? Getting it published. Really? <laughs> yeah, the, I found the writing of the book incredibly easy. Um, just just to give you a bit of background, um, as you said before, we both met at AFC, Arthur Findlay College uh, in the, the UK. Um, I've been going there now for a number of years. And when I was there in 2017, I knew that I was going to write a book. I just knew that I would. And I had a reading with Angie Morris, one of the amazing tutors there. And during the reading, she just said to me, she said, oh, you're going to write a book. And and I said, well, uh, yeah, I know I will. And I'd actually taken an empty exercise book over with me to start writing. And, and I didn't actually write a word on that trip, but I came home, bought a new laptop and just wrote the book. So um, the, wor the words were just waiting to come out. And, and I really feel that Sam was helping me from the other side because even when it was edited, um, the layout, nothing got changed exactly as I've written it, uh, with, with the exception of some punctuation and changing the odd word that I've used too many times. The layout is exactly as you read it. Wow, that's amazing. And I, you know what? Reading the book, you would never know that was your first book. It was, it's yeah. written really well. It's very engaging. It's not repetitious. It's just so much information jam-packed into the book. And I love the pictures that depicted all the different times in your life and, the, you know, the joyous experiences that you had together. It was, I loved it. I loved Thanks. it. I hope everyone that listens to this goes out and purchases your book. And the Aww. title is A Mother's Journey, A Story of Everlasting Love and Evidence of Life After Death. So yes. I, I, I just want to applaud you for this. It's really, seriously. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you for writing it. The responses have been amazing, and, and it is available internationally online as well. With Fantastic. Book, uh, book Depository, Amazon, and it's sold um, in bookstores all over Australia and New Zealand and uh, at Arthur Findlay College in the UK as well. Yeah, fantastic. Have you been able to get engagements due to the book? Um, yes, I have. I, the, uh, last uh, November I was invited to run two seminars at the big... Um, very, very big event, um, the Mind, Body and Spirit Festival in Melbourne. Uh, so I ran two seminars there about um, lifting the veil to the afterlife and I've just been invited to speak at Sydney in October, running another two seminars. And I ran um, two seminars in June this year as well in Melbourne prior to um, meeting you at Arthur Findlay and I've been invited back in November as well. Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. Let's talk about how you got into mediumship, okay? Let me ask you this. When you were younger, you did mention in the book that when you were younger, you were able to almost, I guess, get into a meditative state and you were able to also see your dad that had passed. You know, they would come to you in dreams. People would come to you in dreams. How did that 
feel when you were experiencing those things? How did you, I mean, did you realize that this was something that wasn't, that everyone else doesn't do? Or did you think that everyone else experienced that same <laughs> phenomenon? It's a really good question. Um, when I was a little child, ever since I was a little child, I always knew in, in my own, I just knew that you couldn't die. And um, that was always my own understanding. And I'm talking about when I'm about five or six, because I just knew that you couldn't stop that little voice that was within you. And I now know that little voice to be your, you know, your soul. So for me, dying was not something that could ever happen. You just went somewhere else. So when I tragically lost my dad at 18, I just knew that dad was still with us, but in another place. And But I never said any of this to my mum or anyone else. And that it just always been my belief that you lived on. But it was only when Sam passed away that I absolutely had to explore things more because I could feel him, I could sense him, I could hear him at times, and I needed to be able to make a much stronger connection. And that's when I joined my first circle and, and everything just took off from there. Okay. Now, were you ever able to see um, people who have passed over like in, in front of you or did they only come to you in your dreams? Uh, they come to me um, in dreams, but also I could just feel them around me. But okay. they weren't... Um, you couldn't physically see them? No, it was, it was the sense of knowing that they were there. Okay. And I loved that Sam always showed his presence with feathers, white feathers. Yeah. That was amazing to me. And it, in some parts of the book, it seemed as if some of the feathers, like, manifested while you were like watching them is that correct yes um when i first arrived in london to to attend arthur finlay college for the very first time uh it was in february 2015 and i arrived with my friend sandra from sydney and i put my bag down on the bed which was a white doona it was a black bag and this little feather just appeared about eight inches above my bag and just floated down. And and I was just staring at it. I could not, I was speechless. And thankfully my friend Sandra turned around at that very moment and I, I won't say what she said. <laughs> it was a very short word. And um, and it what we just were amazed. And he, and it was winter in London, all the windows are shut. Um, we just arrived, and it just, yeah, it blew me away. And, and, that, and yeah, that it felt like slow motion, right? Just watching yeah. it in slow motion. Oh, yeah. my God. <laughs> so that was, uh, I knew I wasn't alone on that trip, and I most certainly was not. Okay. Yeah. Wow, yeah. wow, 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 wow. As far as your mediumship work has gone, what kind of mediumship are you most comfortable with do you most practice? Are you doing any of that work right now in your life? You know, are you actually a, a practicing medium or is it just something that you go to, you get, you're still in the process of learning? Uh, no, I, I am a practicing medium. That's what I do now. I've actually given up my day job. Um, wow. Yeah, and it's what I do professionally and I have a reading room at home. We live in Melbourne in North Fitzroy, so I have clients come to the home and I'm most comfortable with one-on-one -on -one readings. That is my passion. I do do demonstrating 
<laughs> under pressure at Play um, <laughs> College. It's not it's not what I love doing. I can do it. It's something that I know I will do more of. But um, we don't seem to do a lot of it here in Australia, like you do in the states and in the UK. So it's I'm but I'm very very comfortable just doing my one on one readings uh, professionally, and I love doing that. That's wonderful. And I you know in the book when you mentioned that you you actually did your first dem at yes. AFC, and the information seemed to just flow naturally. It's that's that to me was amazing also because you got really really specific evidence which in when I first started mediumship that did not happen for me I, I got little pieces little bits and yeah. pieces but it's almost as if you got pieces of a story as opposed to just little bits and pieces which I thought yeah. was amazing also I mean so yeah. that's always been from the beginning that's basically how your mediumship has worked correct yes. it got very fast-tracked very quickly and I think that's because I've got just so much support in the spirit world actually driving it forward and and I really feel that it was my my time you know even though I was mid-50s when I started doing it um, it just seemed to be you know the right time in my life to actually be doing it. Excellent. Excellent. And how many um, courses have you taken at AFC and ha have you found them to actually also be part of the way that your mediumship has been fast-tracked? Yes, very much. Uh, I've done 10 weeks. Okay. Yep, so 10, 10 one-week courses I've done. Um, and I go every year for two weeks at a time because it's such a long way to go. Um, and I'm back again next June. And But I love the teaching um, of the tutors at Arthur Findlay. It's, it just makes sense. And they don't try and make it more difficult than what it is. That's just It's all very natural, and I yes. love that. Yes, yes. yes. That. They make it very simple. Yes, yes. And I think yep. the explanations that they give, it's like, oh my gosh, yeah, I never thought of it that way, you know? And, and that's what I really enjoy. It's, it's, they, they make it easy to, yes. to, to blend with that whole um, field of exactly. mediumship, you know? Yes. As opposed yes. to, in, in the States, you, well, I think for you it's probably easier because I think the international mediums are so much better than the ones that are in the States. We, because we learn differently. And yes. the way that um, you guys are taught and the way that you do mediumship, I think is just so much more fuller than the yes. way that we do it here in the States. So that's what I was really impressed with when I was at, a at AFC too. Yes, yeah. 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 They just make it more about working with the spirit world and the importance of that rather than the medium. Yeah. And, and like that the medium's not the important exactly person. exactly exactly and that that here that's more of what it is it's about okay you know am i am i doing it well i'm you know am I, is everyone understanding you know do yes. it that way it's it's about me 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 as opposed to no it's we're working yes. for <laughs> yeah. we're the ones yes that should be helping not you know yes that's right like, that's I like that. <laughs> we'll be right back after the break so let me ask you this, and, and I know you weren't aware that I was going to ask you this, but some of the episodes in my podcast, I don't know if you got a chance to listen to any of them, um, are about ghost stories. So yes. stories that I personally experienced in my life, um, because I want people to understand that ghosts are real, number one. It's not something to be afraid of. It's just people that have passed over. And I think you see them more, I did personally when I was younger. 
And because I block them out, I don't see them anymore. And I wish I could see them again now. I just feel them and, you know, clairvoyantly I can sense them and see them. Um, do you have any ghost stories at all that you can think of in your life? Not so much. The, the, what has happened, and certainly this happens to me quite a bit, and often at the college, where I'll just, I will have my eyes shut and all of these faces will just come through and be looking at me and it's, all, and it's almost like they just take it in turns floating past and it will be children, men, women, all ages. And, and even I, I can't, my eyes are shut so I can't block them out anymore. They're, they're there in my um, third eye and, um, and I just ask them to go. But sometimes I actually enjoy just watching all of these faces just coming. So I see those, which is quite amazing. Yeah. Excellent. I, I have frightening stories because I'm not frightened of the spirit world. Right, right, right. And I don't, I, I don't necessarily think that all, I, I don't think the stories that I've done are frightening. I think one was, one was. Um, and there's another one that I struggled to discuss because that one was really um, frightening for me. So I'm still working on trying to share it. <laughs> <laughs> it's okay. It's in, in good time. <laughs> yeah. But I, I agree with you that generally it's just, you know, you see it and you're just, for me it was just like, is that real? Is No. You know, like that. that's how it's like, no, no, no. That, is it? No, that can't be real. And I'll just block it out, you right. know. But now it's like, okay, those things were real. And yeah. um, that's why I, ha I felt like I always had this pull toward psychics and and well I always went to psychics when I was younger I don't know if you did well no you actually discovered them after Sam's passing yeah I didn't actually understand even though I'd always been aware that I could make contact with my loved ones Sam included I didn't realize that you could have a third person involved being a medium and it was only when my <laughs> sister-in-law went and she said I went to see a medium and I'm like a what and she said a medium and I said what do they do and she told me and I'm like, my God, I need to see a medium. And this was six weeks after Sam had passed. And oh, I just got my iPad out and go I don't even know what I Googled, but this woman's <laughs> name came up. And we, my husband and I went to see her. And that truly was, Lorraine Colross is her name. And that was an absolute turning point in my life because Sam, I, I didn't know how it worked. So I actually said to Sam, sweetheart, um, you know, I talk to him every day and I'm like, sweetheart, dad and I are going to see a medium. Don't know what she's going to do, but I just know that you need to be there. And I remember telling him the actual physical address, you know, so that he could find it. I somehow. read it in the book, yes, yes. Yeah, it's so crazy now when I know how it doesn't <laughs> But it, it didn't matter. But when we got there, Lorraine said to us that a spirit had been waiting all morning for us to arrive. And so Sam obviously went straight there when I spoke to him. Oh, my God. Which is amazing. Yeah. And her opening words to me that I was a mother mourning the death of our son aged between um, 18 and 20, and Sam was 19. She was amazing on every level. Yeah. That's also what I found really amazing in your book, that it's almost as if every medium that you went to, they gave you such evidence of life, such great evidence of Sam's life. In the States, the psychics that I went to when I was younger, one person said to me, why are you coming here? 
you already have this gift. You know the answers. And I was just like, what the hell is she talking about? You know, like, I don't have any answers. I'm coming to you for answers. Yes. <laughs> but that was the only one. Everyone else kind of gave me, I would leave and I would pay, pay a lot of money. Yes. And I would leave and I'd be like, I don't know anything about what, I don't, nothing they said to me meant any, you know, meant any sense. It didn't have any meaning for me. But you, every person that you went to, gave you evidence of life of Sam. Yes. And, and to me, that's the amazing thing. And that's what a good medium should do. They should be able to bring through evidence of survival. That's their yes. job. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. And, and I, yes, I, I have been very lucky with um, the people that I've, you know, spoken to, um, beautiful people like Tony Riley, who ran the first um, uh, circle that I ever joined and it was her that I said where did you train you know do you train somewhere and she said Arthur Findlay and that was you know I'm home that night literally booking you know to go uh, so yeah but I've had incredible um, guidance along the way and and the right people have been put in front of me every step of the way and that's, that's no accident. fantastic can I tell you there was a section in your book and I, I actually underlined it I I actually turned over the pages of the book. That's how much I liked your book. Okay. So you actually said, and I, it just struck me because this is something that I used to do. You said, I also had a fascination with the word infinity. Yes. yes. I used to draw the infinity sign. Yeah, I still, yeah, I love it. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm just like, oh, wait, she did the same thing. Yeah. And I'm wondering what, if that could even have a meaning for people like us who are connected to the other side, because I think everyone has the ability, it's just whether or not you decide to pursue it or strengthen that connection. I wonder if that's something that we all do and don't even realize it, because yeah. I, I used to doodle it just over and over and over, and it's almost like it put me in a meditative state, and I didn't realize that yeah, at the time. No, I I'm exactly the same. So I don't, I don't know. I can't answer that. But I, I just know that it's, um, yeah, it, 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 exactly the same. Isn't that crazy? Yeah. So, and just on that, often the infinity sign, often when I see the number eight, because for me that's the infinity turned up. Yes. Um, and, 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 yeah, just on that, it's digressing a little bit, but last October I was up in Queensland with some lovely friends and we were – outside a restaurant and you know eating drinking and so on and they were asking me about Sam and they both knew Sam very well and they were just talking about my mediumship and you know just trying to understand what it's all about and so on and then this car just backed in and John my friend said look at that and then his wife Jen sort of looking and she goes my god look at the number plate and the number plate was Sam 138 and the, uh, Sam's birthday was the 13th and there's the, the 8 which to me is the infinity thing the car did not park it just backed in for about 2 minutes so we could all see it and then it drove away again that's oh my god it's just like that's just you know so many things like that have happened it's just uh, mind blowing it, and it, it's not a coincidence it just can't be because no. that's just so specific and you know it, and his name his birthday yeah, and the infinity and symbol. the infinity sign. Yep, yep. <laughs> I love it, and it didn't park. It, it hovered there for backed in for about two minutes and decided nope. And we'd all seen it, and then it went. Yeah. Wow. 
does your family, were they more accepting of you becoming a medium because of what occurred with Sam? Or is it just more accepted in Australia? Or is it not? I mean, are people skeptical of you being a medium? What do you yes. think? <laughs> well, yes, there's a lot of skepticism. And I think I shocked a lot of people um, when I started talking about what I'm now doing. And you hear those stories all the time when people don't actually understand it and they think you've joined a cult or you've just gone mad. So, you know, some people do just avoid you. And look, that's okay as well. But I must say my family have always been so supportive. You know, they've watched me change from being mum here to a different mother now, seven and a half years on or nearly seven and a half years on, um, because my life has changed completely. But it's changed, and this may sound really strange, but in some ways it's really changed in a wonderful way because I could never prevent Sam dying because that was always going to be his date. I'm a firm believer that you have an in date and an out date and you can't change that. And Sam's out date happened to be 34 years to the day after I lost my dad. So the two men in my life on the other side passed on the 3rd of May, 34 wow. years apart, yeah. Um, but they have been, Carla and Sergio have been amazing in just allowing me to explore the things that I need to explore. No one questions that I'm off to England, no one questions that I've been invited to speak to a you know, a group of people. When I first wrote the book, I kept saying, do you know, guys, can you read it? Because once it's published, I can't take anything out of it. And they're like, oh, we're not ready. We're not ready. So I said, look, last chance. And no one read it. So I had it published. And they were both blown away, um, blown away by it. Um, and Carla, she just couldn't believe that I could write something that was so difficult and make it so palatable that you actually wanted to keep reading. Yes. And that's the most wonderful compliment to receive. Yeah. I think that is the perfect way of putting it because I'm telling you, Carrie, you sh I was shocked. I was just <laughs> like, oh, my God, this is so good. This is so everything was so good about it, you know. I'm so happy that I encouraged others to buy it. Yes. <laughs> and did, thank you. Yeah, it's, it's really something that I think everyone should read, especially anyone who has lost someone in their family or a loved one. I think you're right. I think it's something that people should read because I don't know if there, I think there are a lot of books out there on loss, but just not the way that you put it in this book. You know what I'm yeah. saying? Because yeah. even though I felt the emotional roller coaster of what was going on and, you know, you had some tragic um, circumstances earlier in your life with accidents and your husband, that's a whole other story. But yes. it was also very optimistic. It also left me very optimistic and hopeful. So it's it just, the, the emotions just ranged all over the board for me. And I thought it was just a wonderful blend of, of everything. Thank you. Well, it was, I wrote it to be a book of hope. So, and I also wrote it that, that hopefully people would, would continue to use the names of their loved ones because so many people don't. And I mean, we still yes, yes. Yeah, we still we still have a birthday party every year for Sam. We still do now. We threw him a big twenty first birthday party. Um, we want it, and we realise now how much the way we've handled Sam's passing has not only helped us to move 
along in life because you you have to keep going um but it's also helped his friends as well and and so many of them have told us that that it's because of our strengths that it's given them the strength to keep going because he was one popular boy i can assure you and and so were his friends what I thought was just amazing is they're, they're, it's almost like he's still alive because they're still in your life. Yeah, yeah, we still, yeah, my husband had lunch with Charlie yesterday who's, who went to kinder with Sam and, and with Gussie, another friend, you know, um, it, it's, it's just amazing, you know, it's, it, he's touched um, so many hearts and, um, and, and, and it's just an incredible thing that to be able to do that at such a young age. Fantastic, fantastic. So tell me, what do you love to do, my darling? What are your favorite things to do? Uh, love my travel. I was going to say, that was the first thing I was going to say is travel. <laughs> uh, I think I get high on aviation fuel. Um, I love, uh, love trips. Um, I go away every year. Um, and we, I either go independently and, um, and, and then and Serge might be cycling and then we'll catch up and we've just done that now. We've always travelled as a family with Carla and Sam. We took them, I think Sam had been to Europe at least four times and the States in his short life plus Asia. Um, wow. So, yeah, we love travelling. Um, I love um, social time. Uh, I love my work that I do as a medium. I love my writing. Um, yeah, so we have very full and busy lives. Um, yeah. Okay, fantastic. Let me see your kitty. Oh, she's meowing at... I want to see her. Let me see her. Come on. She's nearly 18. And come on. She's deaf. 18? Yeah. Are you... Come on. Is this... Wait, is this one of the cats that you t- you um write about in the book? She's in... Miss Megan. Here she is. She's... That's this, Megan. This is Megan. There's a picture of her in the book as well. Yes. Hello, yes. Megan. Oh, my and, goodness. She yes. does not look a, uh, like a, a day over two or three years old. She looks okay. very young. She's had a very privileged life. Let's just... <laughs> <laughs> yes. And tragically, Sam's cat, Jingles, we had to have her put down while I was away. Carla was with her, but she was nearly 18 as well. And she wow, she was wow. just really getting... I knew that she was... I actually said my goodbyes to her before, before I left. I, I knew that she wouldn't be here, um, and she wasn't, so... But I've, I've seen Jingles with Sam already many times, so they're together, and, um, yeah, That's which is beautiful. Fantastic. Yeah. So. Well, Carrie, I want to thank you so much for your time today and for all that you've shared with us today. I find you amazing. I find you um, to be one of the most nicest, most approachable people that I've ever met. You always had a kind word and I loved it. I loved your energy. You just have a beautiful aura and energy about you and I really, I wanted to let you know that in case I didn't while I was there. So thank I really you. enjoyed you I, and I still enjoy you to this day and I thank you, thank you, thank you for just being on the show and for sharing part of your journey with us. Thank you so much. Thank you, Simone. And I absolutely loved your company as well. And I know I'll see you again in person. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Definitely. Down to Australia. Thank you so much. Thank you, my love. Thanks for listening in. Do remember to stop by so you can hear next week's episode. I look forward to hearing from you and your voice messages and your emails. Thanks again. This is Psychic Medium Simone, and you've been listening to 
Messages from the Other Side.